Hi everyone, I'm your host, Jaco Selka, and you are listening to Hopefully Sustainable. Each week, I'm going to talk to extraordinary people who are doing extraordinary things to make the world a more sustainable place. My goal is for this episode to leave you feeling hopeful about an idea, a person, or the world in general. Thank you for joining me in this conversation, and all together we can be hopefully sustainable. Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast, Hopefully Sustainable. Thank you for joining me for the very first episode. I'm really excited to start releasing episodes and sharing content with you all. I first got the idea to start Hopefully Sustainable about a year ago when I graduated from the University of Georgia in 2019. I was in the midst of my job search and I was trying to think of things to do to keep busy, so I started listening to a lot of podcasts. But I realized that there really weren't that many podcasts out there that focused on what I was interested in, which is sustainability. And that's how I got the idea for Hopefully Sustainable. For the past six to seven months, I've been researching, recording episodes, and learning everything there is to know about podcasting. So I'm really excited that you all have decided to join me on this podcasting journey. And all together, I hope that we can gain a more positive outlook on the world and learn about people who are doing amazing things to make the world a more sustainable place. For the very first episode, I'm talking to Jesse Stokes. Jesse is a zero waste blogger and the owner of Tiny Yellow Bungalow, which is an online shop where she sells zero waste products. Everything from bamboo toothbrushes to vegan zero waste dental floss. She's very passionate about her work, and she really makes what can be intimidating about a zero-waste lifestyle into something that is attainable for everyone. I'm really excited to share our conversation, and if you find this episode helpful or interesting, please share with family, friends, anyone who you think would enjoy the show. Now, let's get to the episode. All right, everyone, I'm really excited to bring on this guest today. So please welcome Jessie. Thank you so much for being on Hopefully Sustainable. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) So a few years ago, someone introduced me to your tiny yellow bungalow shop, and I've been following along for the past couple of years. And first off, you have the cutest family, and I was really inspired to see a female entrepreneur who's out there promoting sustainability and a zero-waste lifestyle. So before we dive into everything, could you tell everyone a little bit about your background and just how you became interested in sustainability in the first place? Sure, yeah. Um, So I started Tiny Yellow Bungalow. Um, It was probably five or six years ago. Um, I was living in Houston, in Houston, Texas, um, in a tiny yellow bungalow. It was this teeny tiny house, um, but it was the first time I'd ever had my own backyard. Um, you know, I'd lived in a lot of apartments before. And so I had my own little space. Um, and I had decided, Oh, I'll start a little garden, which is something I never done before. And that's kind of like, that's where all of this kind of started was I was like, Oh, I'll do a, you know, backyard garden. And then I learned about composting. And then I said, Oh, well, how about, you know, it all kind of played into like natural living. And, um, I don't even know how, how I got into the zero waste part of it. I think it was, um, I started, I started my blog, the tiny yellow bungalow blog, um, mm-hmm. 
just cause for myself, like, Oh, I'll just write about my experiments and what I'm doing. And maybe my family will read it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't planning on, um, I wasn't, you know, trying to broadcast to the world or anything. I just was like, this will be fun to experiment. Um, and someone had asked me like, Oh, would you consider yourself a zero waste blogger? And I had to look it up. I was like, what is zero waste? <laughs> and I looked it up and I was like, actually, that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, and so from there, I kind of moved further into zero waste and not just sustainable living, not just natural living um, and more like reducing your waste, going plastic free and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So and from there, it's just grown. So it was just a blog in the beginning. Um, and then there. So there was a lot of things that I was needing for my zero waste lifestyle when I started out and I couldn't find them. Um, I couldn't find them at stores. And then if I found them online, they would always be shipped in plastic. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? It would be great if there was just one place that I could get all that stuff that I needed. Um, and so my shop is just all stuff that I like myself that I was like, Oh, I could use a shampoo bar. Where's the best one, you know, and try them all out and then I'll carry that one. Um, and so that's just, yeah, that's how it started. (laughs) Well, from just wanting to start a blog that maybe your family or friends would read, I looked yesterday and your Instagram account alone has over 18,000 followers. So that's incredible that you're reaching that many people and teaching them how to live a zero waste lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, I am pretty surprised at how quickly it's grown. Um, I'm excited that that many people are interested in sustainability. So it's exciting. So for someone who's listening who might not know what zero waste is, how would you explain that to people? Um, So zero waste, um, I mean, that term, a lot of people kind of are intimidated by that because they think zero waste, like, whoa, no trash. Um, But really, it's just trying to reduce your own personal household waste. So you're trying to keep things from going to the landfill. So trying to reuse things, um, reduce what you already have. Um, using things that are compostable, um, plastic-free, reusable, glass, that type of thing. Um, and so I use the term zero waste because it's kind of been popularized, but um, our family isn't zero. We, we still make trash. Everybody makes trash. Um, but our goal is just to reduce as much as we can um, in our home. So rather than having to be completely zero waste and be intimidated by that term, it's more of a journey to just try to even take one step towards being zero waste. Yes, yes, exactly. We've never been the trash jar family, you know, that has all of their trash in one jar. We've just done whatever we could and just started small. Like you said, like, oh, let's let's try this week. Let's see if we can do this thing or let's see what happens if we take, um, you know, bulk bags to the grocery store. Let's try that and see how it goes. Um, so I've never been full on, oh, let's just, you know, no trash, no trash. Um, it's just been do what you can, start small, take baby steps. What's a good first step that you would recommend to someone who's interested in trying to be more zero waste? So there's a lot of places you can start, um, but I would just suggest um, starting with like a reusable water bottle or bringing your own shopping bags to the grocery store. Um, something that's pretty simple and that doesn't require a big investment in. So you can get um, a, re- a reusable water bottle, usually at like a thrift store for pretty cheap. Um, or you can use, you know, I know a lot of people use a mason jar and stuff. Like um, you don't have to go out and buy something fancy, a double wall, um, stainless steel bottle. You can just use what you already have. Um, and so I always would say start there. You don't have to go out and buy a lot of stuff to live zero waste. Just start with what you have. Um, 
and just start with being mindful. Like think about what do you put in the trash um, at your house? Like look and see, oh wow, it's mostly food packaging or what is it? That, and start from there kind of, see where, see where it goes. So you had your blog. How, at what point did you decide to take the blog into this online store and what was that process like? I think I had already been blogging for maybe like eight months or something. It had been a while. Um, and like I was saying before, it just kind of um, happened like in the beginning, I only had um, bamboo toothbrushes and reusable bags. That's just, I, I didn't say like, I'm going to have an online store. Let me just carry all this stuff. It really was, I used, I, I brought things to the shop as I needed them. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get a bamboo toothbrush. So that's what I'm going to sell. And so now there's like 150 products in the shop and that's just kind of shows how my journey has gone. I've, as I've, you know, added things or change, made changes in my own house, I've added them to the shop. Um, and now I get a lot of people asking me to carry things. So in the beginning, it was just my personal choices of, you know, my favorite lotion bar, my favorite shampoo bar. And now people are requesting things or they're you know saying they can't find an alternative to something that comes in plastic. And that's like my favorite thing is researching all the different kinds and finding, you know, different ones, experimenting with different ones, um, like um, trying to find biodegradable and vegan um, dental floss. Took oh. years to find that. So when I finally did, I was like, yes, success. Um, so yeah, that's really been a lot of fun for me, um, just doing the research and trying out a lot of different products myself. I love that because it's not just an online store. It's become this community of people who are all sharing ideas and asking for your help. And then you can provide them a solution for how they can become zero waste in their lifestyle. Yeah, totally. What are some of the popular items that you sell in your shop or some of your favorites even? Um, some of the most popular, I was actually, actually just looking at that yesterday in the shop, um, like just seeing what people were most interested in. Um, and what has been most popular for the past few years has been the Savon de Marseille um, soap dish, soap uh, cube. Um, it's like this giant block of soap um, that you can use to wash your dishes. Oh, um, so instead of like, instead of liquid dish soap, you use this block of soap. Um, and that has been really, really popular. Um, I like that soap too, because you can use it for a lot of different stuff, like around the house. I know some people use it um, to do their laundry and stuff, like for stain removals. It's a really useful soap um so that's really popular also i have a laundry paste in the shop it's like this bar um that you dilute in your own container to make liquid laundry detergent and that's really popular too um yeah and my favorite i don't i like it all i don't carry stuff in the shop that i don't like so it's hard to choose <laughs> It seems like a lot of the zero waste items can be used for multiple different purposes, which is also really cool because you don't have to go out and buy dish soap and laundry soap. It could be something combined. Yeah, totally. Why is it important to you to share a zero waste lifestyle with others? Well, I think sustainability in general is really important, um, but zero waste has been important for me because I feel like it's something that I can do on a personal level to make a difference. A lot of times um, it can be really discouraging, especially living in the South. Um, I feel like not a lot of people are interested in sustainability or they don't know where to start. And so I feel like this is something I can control. So it's like I'm doing my part. I can see I can see the difference that I'm making. Um, and if everybody can just learn to do just a few small things, I think it would really make a big difference. Um, and so 
I guess that's why I've kind of just been focused on zero waste is because it's something you can do on your own. Um, but sustainability in general is really important. Yeah, I totally agree with what you said about living in the South. It can be a little frustrating at times, but the zero waste move it, movement can be something that we can share with others and doesn't necessarily have to be some politicized process. It can just be as simple as using your own water bottle, which a lot of people can easily do. So that's really great. How do you personally implement sustainability and zero waste into your life on a daily basis? On a daily basis? Uh well, in a lot of different ways. Um, being a mom has made it a little bit more difficult um, doing things that are sustainable, but um, we've gotten kind of into a routine. But we do things like, um, you know, when we go grocery shopping, we try to um, purchase things that are package free if we can. Um, we try to cook um, plant based at home, um, which is, you know, removing animal products. Um, we used cloth diapers for Vasco when he was a baby. Um, uh, you know, all the products that I carry in my shop, I use them in my house. So we use toothpaste that comes in a glass jar instead of a plastic tube. Um, we only use soap bars, not, um, soap that comes in plastic bottles. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's a lot of small things, but it all kinds of kind of adds up. Not only do you have your online shop, but I also saw that you have a zero waste cookbook. Could you talk about your cookbook and how cooking can be zero waste? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm excited to talk about the cookbook because um, when I first decided to write the cookbook, what I realized is that that was my biggest struggle in trying to live low waste or zero waste was that... Um, our grocery stores didn't have a lot of like, you know, book bins and stuff like that. And so I was trying to think for people that live in smaller towns that don't have access to that, or, you know, can only shop at like Walmart grocery store or something. How can we still cook um, low waste and plant-based? And so I thought it would be nice if there was just a resource and it was like a month worth of meals and I could just look at it and do it. Um, and so that's what I did. And it started out because I had just had my son and we were eating out all the time. We we're getting takeout and we weren't eating very healthy. And it was because we were eating out because I felt also when I went to the grocery store, I was like, everything's in packaging, but I don't have time to think of a recipe and, you know, go on Pinterest. I used to like go on Pinterest and look for things that are low ways to cook. Yeah. And I was like, I do not have time to do that right now. I just want <laughs> to like eat right now. And so I was like, yeah, I need a month of meals and I need the grocery list typed out, ready to go. So I just go to the grocery store, I get everything I need for the week and then just go shopping. And so, yeah, that's what the cookbook is. It's just 28 recipes um, and they're all super, super easy, which is important too because you don't have time. And so um, I think the biggest compliment I've gotten about the cookbook is that from people that aren't uh, zero waste or vegan, they open it and they're like, hey, I could eat this. Hey, I could cook this. Um, and that's what's been fun about it is that you don't have to be interested in sustainability at all to enjoy the recipes. And you can also change them, add things to them. They're all very basic. So, um, you know, if your family wants to eat uh, chicken or whatever, you can have the risotto that I have in the cookbook and put chicken on top. Or, you know, you don't have asparagus, but you do have zucchini. So, you know, substitute that instead. And so, that's what's been really good about it is that not only is it a bunch of recipes that are already set out for you, but they're also really versatile and easy to make. So that's awesome. <laughs> 
What advice do you have for someone who wants to be more zero waste in their life? I think my best advice um, would just be start small, um, make small changes, um, and just don't don't get too stressed about it. Don't you know? Some people are like I, you know I tried seven different shampoo bars. It's just not for me. Like okay, don't do that. Then start with a different <laughs> fresh. Um, you know, don't get so caught up in it that you uh, aren't enjoying living sustainably, I guess. Um, you know, if you try one thing and it doesn't work for you, move to the kitchen, start working on zero waste in the kitchen, or if that's stressing you out, try making some swaps in the bathroom, which I feel like is the easiest place to start because bamboo toothbrushes, soap bars, that type of thing. Um, but just start small and have fun with it. So one thing I've noticed with some of the zero waste products that I've purchased personally is they're biodegradable or compostable at the end of use. For someone who doesn't have access to maybe a compost bin at their own house, do you have any advice on how to properly dispose of those zero waste products so that they are actually zero waste? Mm. So yeah, I have a lot of friends that don't have compost at home and I know there are some composting services that you can do. Um, I'm, we're lucky in Athens that we now have compost here, um, like citywide compost. Um, but you could also, um, if you still want to compost something, or you don't have compost at home, uh, you could reach out to a local farm and see if they would mind taking your compost. Um, so um, like my sister lives in an apartment and she collects her compost and then she can take it to my aunt's house who has a farm and drop it off there. Um, you could drop it at a farm. Um, you could see, even if you have a friend that has a compost bin or something, um, I think actually, I mean, don't quote me on this, but I think there might be an app that can, you can find people that have compost because I know someone had asked about when they travel that they like to compost. And so I think it's an app that shows you like other people in your city that can compost your stuff. Oh, that's really interesting. I'll have to look that up and then I can try and share with everybody. As you mentioned earlier, the topic of climate change or sustainability can be a little overwhelming or even discouraging at times. And since this podcast is called Hopefully Sustainable, what gives you hope right now? Um, what gives me hope is, well, it's kind of funny that seeing that small changes really add up. For example, you know, now that we're all staying at home, um, with the coronavirus stuff, everyone's staying at home. And I've, I've seen all these things in the news about um, pollution and carbon emissions going down in places. And it's showing that like, if everybody does make a change, it really is the, like, it really can be hopeful. We really can make a difference. Sometimes we're like, oh, if I do something, it doesn't matter. But really, if we all do something, it does matter and it does add up and it does make a difference. So I guess that's what brings me hope. Yeah, I recently saw that you can see the Himalaya Mountains from India for the first time in 30 years because of the pollution decrease. I saw that too. That's amazing. Yeah, and it said there's dolphins in the canals of Italy now for the first time in a long time. So it really does show that if we try to do one step, that all together it can make a big difference. Finally, I'll put it in the show notes, but for anyone who's listening and is interested in finding your shop or finding your pages, where can people find you? Well, my website is tinyyellowbungalow.com, but I spend a lot of time on Instagram and my handle is just tinyyellowbungalow. So yeah, you can find me there. <laughs> okay, awesome. That's so exciting. I recently bought a few things from your store that I'm giving to my family for Easter. So I'm really excited about that. Oh, cool. I'm yeah. excited too. <laughs>
Well, thank you so much, Jesse. I think this was a great episode for someone who's interested in trying to become more zero waste, even if they've never heard of that term before. And I really appreciate you being here today. Thanks for letting me take part. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you want to learn more about today's guest or just say hello, check out the show notes and find us on Instagram at hopefully sustainable pod. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. As you finish this episode, remember that we are all on a personal journey to make the world a better place, but it's all about progress, not perfection. Until next time, stay hopeful and stay sustainable.